Hello and welcome to the Carpetrage Podcast, episode 254. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sanitsky. Hello. Heather, wow, I can't do this on headphones. I know, uh, it feels really weird. I'm yep, not wearing nope. headphones today either. I have to do a, a one-ear. A one Hi, it's, sorry it's very you. sweaty in our studio. Like, we've had hot recording days, but like, even though it's only 81, it... And this, this is our first summer in this... This true, unit. yeah, true. So we that's have why. no cross ventilation, like, and we've we've quickly found out that having trees fifty <laughs> yards away um, makes a very big problem for airflow. Yeah, yeah. Also, just like it, it's kind of a cross ventilation, but it's like having your front left and your rear left window down on the car. It does not nothing. Like, yeah, for you, no, man. it's not good. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Welcome back. God, it is so hot in here. Um, all right, before we get into topics, these may be a little shorter than average episodes just because it is the summer and we all have busy schedules. But yes. uh, beer, I have a uh, Budweiser because oh. I'm I'm drinking all of it, so I will be out of it someday. And you have be out a, of it, so I have yep. a Coke because I'd rather be sober than anything else. Yeah, I, I think know, something Bud, about dehydration. I, I Bud, Budweiser but is ninety nine cents. Uh, McDonald's coffee, which apparently iced coffee. Any Looks coffee in my coffee deal is not any coffee. It's literally just coffee. <laughs> so. not, Sorry, not I'm getting... Latte, not coffee drink. <laughs> it's just coffee. Twitch did not mention you in chat. Correct. I have a uh, kind of a clickbaity go live notification on Twitch, which was Carbitrage did not mention you in chat. That's funny. Last week I did <laughs> mention you in chat, so that's a little that. bit of a tangent. Uh, before your first topic, I briefly want to touch on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. On that super cool customized handcrafted website, you will find two open-ended levels of monetary support for listeners like you to support us, essentially. So hosting costs, beer, just generally being nice to us. So we appreciate you if you do. If not, no biggie. We'll keep right on going. Yes. All right. So first topic. Um, I want to. You know how I feel about wheelwood disc brakes on mm-hmm. muscle cars and classics, and I don't trust them. You love drums. Yes, I do. And you know why? Because um, they look cool. Yes, that's actually well. Vintage about, drums that, look cool. Vintage drums look cool. Because so. like ID four drums do not look cool. I did not know ID fours came with drums. Rear that's drums. Amazing. Yep, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I think every ID product so far, except the IDR. <laughs> that's that's really funny. Um, <laughs> Well, no, it's because drums, if you have four-wheel drums and you are a car person, you have the fear of God put into you because everybody thinks that drums are this bad, terrible thing. When really, like, up until the 1950s, 100% of the time when you were stopping, there was a drum if you were lucky. Well, I mean, semi-trucks are also, I mean, I think there's yeah. some air discs now in the fronts, but not the back, not the yeah, trailer. No, they like, use drums because drums stop more weight. Um, also, the fact that it puts the fear of God into people makes them not cocky about breaking. Uh, when you have somebody with Willwood discs, they're going to have their Willwood discs with the incorrect proportioning valve, and they're going to have the wrong brake booster. Are you going to mention the person it, you told me about the other day? I'm getting there. Okay. Just want to make sure you don't I didn't about pre-read that. your thing at all, and I already know what this is mentioning. Yes. I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> And then, or, like, also another thing is, like, really sketchy, not good tires. And, like, just mm-hmm. setting up your brake system in 2005 and not touching it since. No Sumitomo tires? Yeah, no, no Sumitomos. Yeah, you, if, Sumitomos are good. But, um... Oh, we've had that conversation yeah, many times yeah, on this podcast. That, that's one of He's been driving like, my Sienna a good 40 miles per hour on the off-ramps. You have Sumitomos on the, uh... Yep. Sienna, too? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, well, it's the cheapest good tire. <laughs> I, we've talked about this on the Mazda Five. I mean, I yeah, remember. It, it's literally the cheapest good tire. But not, what was it? it was a uh, what kind of car was that that I was working on at work? That Sumitomo's. 
was very excited for. Did you give them like a good tire discount? No, but I made sure to uh, mention the tire date because I knew exactly where it was located on the underside photos. Ah, yeah, because on tires they only have to put the tire date on one side of the tire. Yep. And if you on directional tires, sometimes it's pointing inwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew where to find it on underside photos, so I'm like, yes, these are Sumitomo's. They're from like 2018. Wait, just to make sure, just to give them a little extra. Went the extra mile for them because I like these tires. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, what we're talking about today is actually that uh, thousand horsepower Mercury Comet that just. Oof. nuked a family minivan i saw that um and this is about all of the problems that basically sum up everything i feel about willwood disc brakes false sense of security yeah you have your false sense of security this dude was riding his brakes the entire time because the throttle was sticking mm-hmm. so he continued to drive it i don't know brain. i i don't know why he didn't just turn the car off right then and there and be done with it but See- this is why I try not to use my brakes as like much as possible. Oh yeah. Just because like I want to be able to stop my car safely. Like And like let's be honest like most vehicles out there like they're under braked to begin with. Yeah. So even if they are like stone cold, they might not stop you in something like I mean this thing's 1300 horsepower so yeah. you have the uh, sound off. I on do. The All right, good. Yep. But um <clears throat> Yeah, it's just, it's absolutely foolish, everything that happened with this. But um, there is a larger issue that I've been mentioning for years, and it's people putting on wheel with disc brakes, improperly setting them up, and thinking that, I've got disc brakes, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It's an upgrade. Uh, yeah, it's with, like, Buick Invictus, it happens all the time, where people put on mm-hmm. disc brakes and they end up getting worse braking performance. Um for two reasons. First off, um, when you have a two-ton vehicle and you have a 195-millimeter wide tire, it doesn't matter how big your disc brake is, all that shit's going to do is lock up even harder. <laughs> so yep. you probably want the drum. Well, and the drum's got a lot of swept area. Yeah. That... But they heat soak more easily, but that's less relevant for street driving. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's true. Drums it... on a track are probably inferior to discs of a similar size, but on the street, not necessarily. Exactly. And the other thing is, with a big, huge drum, since it has a larger swept area, yeah. it can stop that larger um, vehicle a lot easier. So well, it lets you modulate that lock yeah, up better, too. Yeah, exactly. It does prevent it from locking up, because uh, otherwise it's kind of like similar to just... And you can feel your brakes are failing. That is true. Especially if you have a single circuit master cylinder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really know. (laughs) I don't know. Just driving my Buick and not, I don't like the brakes a whole lot, but Mm -hmm. I much rather. We seem to get them adjusted, that's why. Yeah. Um, But I I wouldn't go, oh, I want an entirely different braking system. It's like, no, I just want this system tweaked a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, I just, Buick had the technology in 61 to put discs in there, and they didn't for a reason. Yeah. Yes. And it wasn't all cost. So. No, so it we, was not cost, because Buick was not a cost brand. We Buick go in the, the Buick and Victa page, and we tell people to stop getting discs. Otherwise, they're going to end up... And now we have proof. Yeah. Like, like, hey, don't do, do it. You're just going to crash your they're car. They're quote-unquote professionals, and they got it wrong. you got to get that old meme from, like, 20 years ago, where the guy, stick figure, is putting a stick through his yeah. front wheel, and he's like, yeah. what happened? Exactly, it's that. Um, exactly, that's what your brakes will do to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you'll ruin some lovely family's minivan. But with um, minivan, yeah, and put yourself in the hospital and have like forty thousand dollars in medical bills and total your car out. Yeah. yeah, not to mention the people they hit. Yeah, exactly. Which will absolutely. I know I would be suing them. Oh yeah, oh, I'd be suing this guy into the grave. 
There's a video of it, so yeah. Yeah, this guy would get <laughs> mega sued. The guy even said that he was riding. He he took a hundred percent fault on this. So I mean, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like that, I would but... sue. The, I would sue this guy into the like. To I the moon actually back. like how this person's gone about it. He's posted the video. He has disclosed everything that went wrong with his brakes, yes. and he's taking like a hundred percent accountability for it. That that's good. Well, hopefully the people in the minivan are. Yeah. On the same page as you, because if not, he just opened himself up for litigation. Well, yeah, yeah, but just, like, in the case of, like, showing people, like, hey, yeah. no, clearly I'm a he professional felt bad, but he I was doing this. dumb things knowingly. I'm, I'm also coming from this from somebody who's been preaching this for years, that don't do dumb shit with your brakes. Like, before you do anything else with your car, make sure your brakes are in order. Upgrade like, the brakes, sure, but yeah. don't necessarily change the form factor. Well, even if you are, make sure you're doing it right. This guy did not do it right. He upgraded his brakes 15 years ago and didn't touch anything. He didn't flush the fluid. He didn't make sure that the hoses weren't corroded. He didn't make sure that anything wasn't leaking. Then he decided he wanted to ride. Yeah, then he decided he wanted to ride the brakes the whole time they were driving. Is this thing on skinnies, too, in the front? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't care to look. I think so. Probably, but... No, it isn't. It's on... Oh, yeah, it is. Those are skinnies, yeah. So no wonder... Your 125 tire with your boiling fluid disc brakes couldn't stop your 1,300 horsepower car. This is like unintended acceleration all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to your point, shut the car off. Put it in park. Do both. He did actually throw it in park. I heard that in the video. Yeah. But he didn't, like... No. There's so many things he could have done beforehand. Also, he didn't have a emergency brake. He removed the emergency brake. Oh, yeah, you got to put your fabricated 9-inch in the Did back. Did you not and learn why? from the Princess Diaries? The emergency <laughs> brake is very important. Yes, it is very important. But, um, yeah. Like, I, I accept your explanation. Yeah, like that, that's a perfect example of why you need it. But, no, he removed the emergency brake for looks, and he put on a power-operated little push-button electric hydraulic yeah, thing. Yeah, or it's No, if, if, all right, if you're going to do a push-button like Subaru does, mm-hmm. Subaru's push-button literally actuates a solenoid that pulls a cable yeah and that's it's what a lot of the hot rod kits that's do what it's too. supposed to do yeah you're supposed to have a cable operation in case you have a hydraulic failure like yeah. that's what it's for so it's just like it, it, Yo, this, up, is, this is 100 percent this dude's fault so yeah i that just yeah i this is like i add things to my my mind about what I need to teach Gia when she learns to drive in four years, you know? So I'm just like, all right, we That's need to teach her what to do what if not her brakes fail. And then yeah. that teaches you what to do on your own. It's like learning what cars you shouldn't buy, and then that, by extension, teaches you what you yeah. should buy. Yes, exactly. Her, her dad like... works at a truck dealership, so I'm hoping oh she doesn't get a truck, because I'm like, you need to be in a small car first. Yeah. Because I learned to drive in a truck, and... I was it's like starting off on a motorcycle with a thousand cc sport yeah. bike. That's what I did. It's a horrible idea. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't oh. know how to drive cars for the longest time because I drove a truck. It was. It's not good. And like, yeah, you just you have to be used to the like, quote unquote, shittier things yeah. before you can move on to something reliable. I am really curious. I've got uh, a niece that I think is only three years away from driving now, which is terrifying. Oh, and I really want to see what she ends up in for a first car. Oh, yeah, because Scott and I are like, this should be a Fiat 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. absolutely. But like, actually, it should be Scott's Fiat 500. <laughs> that was yes. the plan. You should we buy have it pictures back of her. You yeah, should buy it back again. <laughs> of her little broken arm cast sitting in yes. the Fiat 500 when it was brand new and like Sadie's Fiat. You should so absolutely. Craig Lovold's daughter still drives it. Okay. okay. That's Good. awesome. I, yeah, yeah I, I'm still. 
I have first right refusal. I made them guarantee me that when I sold it to them. So Perfect. we'll see. Right. If if her parents are receptive to it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be great. I think. That's well, a I think, perfect first car. Oh, there, there's another thing with like with first cars, and this is probably the most important part. Something that does not have driver aids, mm-hmm. driver assist. Yes. Um, and that was actually when I worked at the Subaru. The like because it was Manitonica Subaru, and people had could just drop 30 grand on their first car for their kid. It was just insane. Well, I mean, all those but, folks, too, are like, my, the youngest person needs to be in the newest car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not a terrible idea just because of crash safety, but it is a terrible idea in a lot of senses because everything's getting more powerful. Everything's well, getting this is the thing. backup cameras. With Subaru, what they get is they get them, like, an Outback. Mm-hmm. Great. Base model. Mm-hmm. Great. Because the Outback base model has... 145 that's horsepower. True. It's 3,600 pounds. <laughs> it's got a five-star crash test rating and has no driver uh, assists on it. So it is literally mm-hmm. the safest vehicle you could possibly get somebody before you get driver assists. It's still a CVT, isn't it? Yes, oh. but yeah. for a first car for a kid that doesn't give a shit about cars. No, I know, but that's I'm just ideal. saying for the distraction reasons. Like yeah. It's yeah. close to perfect. If yeah. they offered that rubbery five-speed in there, it would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, what, a manual. What does but... the Subaru offer a manual in? Just the, the Outback, Impreza? or no, sorry, not not the Outback, the Impreza and the Crosstrek and the Forester. Do they still do the Crosstrek? Yes, you have to order it. Okay, um, nice. Because a, a Crosstrek is just an Impreza. Well, I, I thought when they went to like the last engine nope. revision, they took it away. That's actually cool. You, you have to order. They it, just though. don't have it at the dealership. Yeah, you have to order them. I, I used to. I sold enough of them where you would ha- they'd actually order them into the dealership. Good for people to buy, and <laughs> like our dealership, like we sold a very good number of premium. Cross treks with manuals because then you, that's the one you really have to order. Because like right. occasionally you'll get like a base model with a manual, but the premium you get the heated cloth seats and a sunroof and a manual. I love heated cloth seats. Yes, it's yeah. a gr- literally the greatest. They heat Subaru. up so fast. It's the greatest Subaru you could ever buy. Um, but anyway, let's move Probably on. True. All right, sorry, I'm off guard because I still have your topic up. No, it's okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh my! All right, so all right. Oh god, I want to talk about the Integra by oh. extension. Oh. It's not what my stories about necessarily but it is 100 percent what my story is about yes, because honda's sales are down 50 percent year over oh, year and wow. you know what the biggest announcement they did in the last year was oh uh, the integra the integra so here we are in an era where minivans are becoming more popular the odyssey is selling better than ever and yet things like problematic ridge lines mm-hmm. and terrible I think wannabe Integras. I are, do have uh, to report my sister did just buy a Honda. But it was what? it was an HRV. HRV. But all right, yeah. it, it was a you get those with the sticks. So, it, it's automatic because she's not a car person at all. But but this is what's interesting about it. It was a brand new car. It was twenty thousand dollars and wasn't a Mirage. She, she really paid twenty three for it. This all wheel drive. All wheel drive. drive. But drive. this this is what it was. Is somebody. Oh ordered it, bought it, and returned it immediately, because it wasn't what they wanted. It was, like, white with a beige interior. It was, interior. like, parents huh. bought it for their daughter. Oh. And, and the daughter was just a brat. Um, <laughs> I hope the parents did. Now you're getting nothing. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> well, but, it's, like, a base model HRV, which is not something that you find a lot. You have to order it. Like, well, I mean, it's not, like, base-based, though. I mean, the no, no, drive is an option. It, it's the base model of the with... Order. Only all-wheel drive. So added. that was that was like Corey's that's old why, car where it had the yeah. heated steering wheel checkbox. That's it. And, yeah, nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like that. Um, you invited me to the base models only Facebook group. Right? I think so. Yeah. Okay, I'm in that. It's and I'm the just best like, group. Oh my god! Every car from India is just amazing. But yeah, it's, I just posted a 500 pop today. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. I would normally tell 
everyone to steer clear from Honda right now, but for my sister, it makes sense because she's, it's an upgrade from a Kia and it's white on beige all wheel drive, which is something that she needs. And I was like quick to tell her like, Hey, just so you know, when you have an all wheel drive, you have to replace every single tire. And she goes, I do that every time anyway. And I'm like, cool. It doesn't so, matter. Yeah. No, her sister's like not a car person, but takes like, she takes like car good. person care of her yeah. vehicle. It's amazing. The kind of person but, that gets a vehicle, opens also, the owner's manual mm-hmm. and looks for the service schedule. The yeah. reason she needs all wheel drive is a legit reason because she her driveway, no, her driveway is a 30% grade mm-hmm. and it's and the it lowest, it's the lowest point on their front yard. So all the ice is there. She needs winter tires too. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's. I'll I mean, be getting her some. Yeah, some yeah. She'll, she'll be <laughs> she'll be in some like winter tires. Is yeah. the HRV system still like the same basic thing as like the real time system that they're using so, yeah. in the past, or it still requires so, yeah. some slip it has, to get the? It has the coolest uh, rear suspension I've ever seen of any vehicle. It is a twist beam that arcs itself over the rear diff. Whoa. I bet that's a fun thing to watch being made. It's really fucking cool. Okay. I've only ever seen straight torsion beams. So yeah, it, it's it's just like, imagine like a Fiat 500 rear end. Yeah. And they put a differential there, and then they just bend the beam around <laughs> the diff. And then, like, they've, the way, like, it bends is it bends in a way that'll never contact the differential. Okay. It's right, because so it's strange. mobile, yeah. Yeah, well, because, you know, it twists, it will, you know, you'd yeah. think that, like, at some point it will hit something. Movement, but no, movement. It, yeah, exactly. But no, it's designed to <laughs> totally clear the differential. It's just a really cool design. I've so. followed HRVs before, like, physically followed them, uh-huh. not paid attention to them. And, yeah, I, I, it looks very similar. I mean, I know. It's, it's literally a fit underneath. Uh, okay. It's yeah, a fit with a bench rear end. Like, it's just <laughs> so cool. Like, it even has a fit <laughs> engine. It's just a fit crossover. So. This is hers. Okay. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, well. Yeah, well, that's a really rear end photo. There is you're a not, car You're there. not seeing much, though. Yeah. That's like the worst possible photo. <laughs> well, it's she just, like, fine. sent it to me to be like, hey, it made it home. You know? Well, of course it did. Um, um, I mean, it's not a V6 but, or a. I mean, it, an Integra would never make it home because it wouldn't get to a buyer in the first place. Yeah. But and it, then if it's a V6, it's got a high likelihood of having catastrophic torque converter issues. So everything's fine. This is yeah. Fine. No, this is just Honda shitting the bed. They've been doing this since the. They've been doing this literally since the Great Recession. There's actually there's a Donut Media video. Um, credit where it's due with Donut Media. They actually do have a team that does research now. Um, and they were now yeah. They were well. They were talking about how after the recession, Infinity and Lexus were able to like rebrand or like make changes to how they were operating. Okay. Acura never did. Acura never recovered from the recession. Well, I mean... Their sales never went up. Uh, the the beauty now of us having done this podcast for four years or something yeah. like that is, like, you see these news stories, like, that's not news. Yeah. This is Like, news. we knew so about I, this I've been saying this three for years. years ago. I've been yeah. saying this for years, is that, yeah, Honda's shitting the bed. Like, when I was working at Japanese Nostalgia Car, like, when they released the last generation Civic, I was with in the car i'm like dude this is a really great accord but like i don't want an accord if i want an accord i'd buy an accord exactly like and what am i gonna do with this like now i can't get a fit sedan so what what should i do here there was a hopped up integra that went up pike's peak and i'm just like it didn't matter it was so irrelevant i mean acura like sponsors the event so they send up the 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 nsx is like the first car up the mountain every year yeah and then they sent up in mid-pack just this like tuned up Nobody's Integra, care like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Even yeah. It's they, like a $40,000. Well, they, they hyped it up so much, 
and then they just gave us a warm they gave us a warmed over Civic. Like imagine if mm-hmm. the next generation M3 was literally a 3 series with an exhaust. And honestly that's what it looks like, but it's even somehow worse. Yeah. It's like most of BMW's modern language, the part that isn't the big sniff, yeah. looks just like an Acura. Yeah. But like you get you get into a BMW and it's still somehow even though it's not a good car anymore, it's still better than that half-baked effort. Yeah, and they like need to bring back better. the '90s Accords. Pretty much, they need to bring back '90s Honda. Period. I think yeah. what what Honda True. needs is Honda needs a um, they 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 need an Akio Toyota. It, they, or they need somebody that's actually from the Honda lineage that doesn't come from a bean counting back like background, but actually comes from an engineering background. Yeah, and just like makes you sit there and get into this vehicle. And, like, you need to get inside a 90s Integra. Not a DB, not a sedan, an actual Type R. An actual Integra Type R. Integra Coupe. Because the Integra Coupe, like, sold the sedan, outsold the sedan, like, 10 to 1. Sure. And they need to get into the coupe and look at it and go, what made this special? Just, they need to pull a Toyota. That's what I'm saying. Because why Toyota is so fucking good now is because Akio Toyota took all of the engineers and had every one of the engineers his first day and get into his E70 Corolla, drive his E70 Corolla, and take notes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why immediately thereafter, the next generation Corolla was infinitely better. Even the generation that was in production when he took the helm of Toyota, the mid-model update was a vast improvement. Okay. And Honda, they've not had that. They've had nothing but bean counters since the recession. And these bean counters are clearly not doing their fucking job because all they're doing is counting beans. Yeah. They're not it's moving like... units. Because, again, a lot of people think a car is just an appliance. It's not a fucking appliance. Well, and the market moves all the time. Like, look mm-hmm. at what we've covered in the last six yes, months and... about the movements in different types of models. Like, they're putting all their beans in the wrong basket, too. Yeah. So yeah. it's even worse place. Yeah, because, like, the HRV makes total sense for my sister she's got a big dog but a small garage so she like it's it was meant to be like a work <laughs> big dog sounds small, like a metaphor yeah. big dog yeah. small garage and a 30 degree grade driver. yeah and yeah. The, curving 30 degree the reason grade why she got to the with with like a wall at the end of her oh so yard. there's a penalty yeah there was a fucking penalty <laughs> in the fire department <laughs> across the street so if she backs if she slips and she goes into the fire department that's gonna be a little bit more than her insurance wants to cover. Probably no. Yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. be aware. Um, but, yeah, so, like, she went from, she got talked into a Kia, and the Kia was as big as my van, but the interior was so small. It's like the first-gen uh, modern um, yeah. uh, the police SUV, the Ford uh, oh, Explorer. Sport. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were based on a Volvo S80 from, like, 15 years Yikes. prior. It's like, all the H-points and all that kind of stuff. Like, you can't move them. It's like, the interior was just... Awful. Tiny, and the thing is the size of a small moon. Not quite exactly. Maersk big, but big. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, the reason why she is, like, talked into a big car is because they're, like, crash safety. But I'm like, Kias don't have good crash safety. They just have a bunch of airbags. Like, that's literally why they're safe. Yeah, like, so... They are safe because they know exactly where to put the airbags in a crash test scenario. They're playing the, the, the yeah, test, yeah. Everything that Kia does... Is to test well. They look at what the tests are and they go, okay, we just need to pass these things. Yep. Whereas if you get something that's like a Fiat, they're like, well, if you end up tumbling down, like, 
the we uh, can take the Stelvio Pass. Five times. Like if, if you tumble down the Stelvio Pass, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. You need to not be able to just like crash a Euro end cap. You need to actually survive that to buy another one. Well, it's like yeah. the German engineering too. It's yeah. like those cars are designed to roll five times, not hit a test block once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, and plus they do a lot of testing on the dummies, which are meant to like, it kind of caters toward tall males, not like. Short That's actually females. a thing. Mannequins. Yeah. Uh, have you ever? Yeah. Every crash test dummy looks like you, literally. Like oh yeah. You just... No, I've got the face paint and everything ready yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, <laughs> I should. Do that. Y- you and Jana have very different. You and Tucker have very different form factors. Yeah. We do all three of us have yes. very different form factors? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like when I'm looking at a car, I always buy a Japanese car because I know that. You, know, you need the reliability. I need the, the reliability well, also, and affordability, and they the test Japanese, people are yeah, yeah. J- Japanese crash test dummies are a closer jam the size. Yep. Actually, what you, and you really can do want are all the adjusting too to make the car. You actually want cars that are made in Southeast Asia because those, and like the Mirage, you get a was, proton. Well, not to say the Mirage was actually made for the Thai market. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, I think the average height of something in Thailand is like five seven. Um, it's much closer. And it's yeah, yeah, a lot closer to Inches you. matter. Yeah. Not just here. But, but yeah, so like Honda cares a little bit more about that, but only a little bit. Well, but it doesn't matter because they counted too many beans. Yeah. And the wrong ones. Because they look like, I've seen people, like when I was at the preschool, I saw so many people get Accords and I'm like, that's literally the most boring car I've ever seen. And yeah. I'm like, I used it's, to love Accords a and it's piece. just like. So I, I was very close to average height of a male in thailand is five foot six wow and a average female in thailand is five foot two so ideal still shorter than average yeah um so being able to um have a crash test dummy that's the average height that's closer to your size matters no that does make perfect sense especially something that's tested in a different government's crash test yeah because like even euro ncap it's like europe is just like here yeah Yeah, exactly may as well be nitsa Exactly. So, anyway. um, but yeah, so Honda sales are down. We all saw it coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the last Integra story. Just like you couldn't be bothered to even try. Well, a brand that's been doing a lot of good things Ford. Mm-hmm. They've been making cool vehicles such as the Maverick and the Bronco and the Ranger, which actually is very cool. Oh, they're really cool. And they yeah. used to make STs that mattered. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so now they just make good trucks. Yep. Um, <laughs> like credit where it's due. At least they, they focused on something that they were good at. Um, Honda, take notes. Yeah, Honda, take notes from this. Except for one problem. Um, there's been another issue uh-uh. No, you no. know, Ford always has, like, every car they make, they have some sort of horrible, horrible recall. Um, well, no. you know how the original Broncos had the fold-down windshields? Yeah, the ones you could just push forward well, like a Jeep. they've got detaching windshields. Is that a feature? No. Or a side effect? It's a side effect. <laughs> so, there's 63,000 Bronco and Ranger models. <laughs> and Ranger? Yeah. That are... are on the same platform? Yeah, yeah, they are. Okay. Um, they are being... Recalled because in the event of an accident, the windshield uh, could detach. You know what? This is perfect. When they're in for the disintegrating cylinder heads, they can just replace the windshield, too. Exactly. They have two open catastrophic recalls. What just happened? Your your monitor turned off. Both monitors just turned off. Oh. Oh. We're still recording on the the audio thing here, but I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe. Well, I'll have to follow your lead on the notes because I... uh, So cool. 
I do like but, the, the full-size Bronco. Like, the Bronco Sport yeah. is such a phoned-in piece yeah. of garbage. Yes, you're not wrong Have you about seen that. the colors that the, for, the full-size Ford Bronco comes in? No, I mean, They're I've seen it colors, sold in, like, actually. a green, that, like, pastel gray-blue. It's it's sold in pretty good colors. There's, like, an orange, I'm pretty sure, is yellow for sure. I haven't seen the orange or the yellow. We, there's the yellow a bunch the, of... The yellow is actually the cover of, uh, well, the TV's back on. Is it? Yeah, it says HDMI 3. No, this monitor is still off. Maybe well, I'll... Anywho, um, yeah, it's... Oh, I was one second. Color. I was going to say that the uh, yellow on the Bronco is actually the cover vehicle from Forza Horizon 5. So, oh, I've seen game benchmarks with that color. Not a... It's a really good color. I really, really, really like that color. I like the full-size Bronco. The only thing I didn't like looking at it at the auto show like two years ago was the uh, like the seam weld at the bottom of the rocker. But I think they fixed that. Like it's body color, but I think they like undercoat it now, so it's black. Oh, okay. So you yeah. don't see it. Because I really didn't like that. It looked cheap, and I don't really like running boards, especially on an off-road vehicle. You can tell the thing is designed with frame sliders, and they just yeah, like rock sliders. Well, uh, well, we don't need that on the production one. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they uh, apparently don't need windshields in their production vehicles either until NHTSA told them they did. <laughs> Boy, this, I don't know if it's still, I assume it's still legal to have a windshield that folds down. I think the Wrangler still does that, but it wasn't a design intent I here. I think the Wrangler has a windshield that was designed to fold down in some markets, but it's welded in place in this market. Okay. I believe. Okay. okay. I mean, I haven't looked into it, so I'll take because your word for it. Because I think that there are, I feel like, no, the Wrangler does have a fixed windshield now, actually. Okay. I it know the JK I rented, like, I looked in the owner's manual and you could do it, but, like, it involved removing some bolts, like, one time, and I'm like, I'm not doing that on yeah. a rental. I'm just okay. Gonna, well, the computer good. definitely crashed, so we're still, huh. we're recording the audio versions fine, but. Before we move on to the next topic, I'll wait for you to start streaming. Yeah, uh, it says live zero, live one. Okay, we're back, I guess. Yeah. Hello. I don't exactly know what's going on. It is a billion degrees and a thousand percent humidity in here, and yeah. apparently the computer doesn't like that. Wow, it is very hot next to my right knee right now. Well, That's it's not why. even mining. I have that shut off. Yeah, because it's so freaking hot. Well, I know. Um, so w- welcome back, uh, Twitch people. The uh, audio recorded version will still be unaffected, so uh, you might have to go back to that. only missed a story about Ford Bronco windshields flying off. With the unintentional separation yes. of the, the windshield. But so, it, it's, it's ideal, because, I mean, again, they can do two birds with one stone with that recall, which is when you're in for your cylinder heads that are failing, you can just have them glue the windshield in exactly. uh, for the first time. So, okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Good Moving one. On. We, this Good is one. now a pretty old story, but I still want to cover it because... I want to talk about this car. I was kind of on the fence with it before, but after watching the Goodwood record fall, I went and watched, I think Top Gear did a feature on the actual McMurtry with the the owner of the company. It's really cool. So the reason I want to talk about it is it looks like a cute little toy version of a Batmobile. It's so small. It is. It is It's like, well, you need to get the side profile. The side profile of the McMurdy. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll play it. But is, it just, it looks so stinking cute. Wow, this car. Really quick. So the GMA, we talked about the, the T50. God, look how cute Gordon it is. Gordon Murray's so replacement small. for the McLaren F1 that he made yeah. 25 years later on. Yeah. That car has fan-based active aero. That was the first time we saw that on like a, a production car or like really any car in, in production for yes. any reason in a long time. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's a smart I, idea. I had to wipe the sweat off my but brow. But this McMurtry is another fan car. So it's full electric. It is 
to Ryan and Jenna's point, it is tiny. It is only as big and wide as it needs to be. And it, it's, it's the cutest it, button. The proportions are comical. But I think it, most importantly, it's as cute as a button. Because I don't care about anything else except for the fact it's as cute as a button. All right. So they say it's cute as a button. I'm here to tell you it's rear-wheel drive. It's 1,000 horsepower. It's 60 kilowatt hours. It has a 120 horsepower fan motor in the back. And the thing obliterated the IDR record on... Um, good. A good wood. I want to see it go to Pikes Peak now. Yeah. Like, that would be super cool to watch this it, thing go. So now Volkswagen makes a electric vehicle that doesn't work and doesn't hold any records. Well, cool. and cool. it might cool. even have drum brakes in the back. I don't know. Cool. But cool. this cool. is neat. I really like the McMurtry. The, uh, the owner and, like, the brainchild of this company is a former, I forget, I'm not going to say which F1 team, so I'll forget, but um, Patronus. He was yes. a former Patronus boss, and he's like, uh-huh. I just want to have some fun, and we made this. So yeah, it, you, you're basically lying down in this thing. That's, That's awesome. Cool. I like so, it. So, uh, Toyota, uh, following Honda's footsteps. We love Toyota. Yes. yes. Um, Toyota they people. made some um, questionable decisions with their crown. No. So, I, Oh, this. I, I, th- this is the first. Did you click the first link? I did. All right, cool. Right, this one. Because I have an update to this, because I wrote this in here, and there's since been an update since I wrote it in, but I really want to talk about what I originally was going to say, because although dated, it does raise some good points about Toyota. Okay. Um, so, apparently, a lot of Crown owners, when they found the, out the this concept drawing of them making a crossover sedan sort of thing with the Crown, looks uh, like a way they ran, for the, they oh, ran for the exits. Ah. And that was a huge problem. Because, um, like, Toyota Crown brand loyalty is second to none. Like, since the 1950s, they've had more uh, repeat buyers of Crowns than any other model. Actually, in Japan, not just Toyota. But, like, if you get a Crown, your next car will also be a Crown. And you will do this in perpetuity until you die. You don't buy another vehicle. The average person owns seven cars in their lifetime. All Toyota Crowns. All of them would be Crowns, (laughs) yes. And, like, no, there are people that, like, they bought a first-generation Crown, and they bought, like, a second, a third, a fourth. And, like, even if they like the current one that they're in, they'll trade it in for the new one when it comes out. Hmm. Like, they are completely blindly following that. That seems like a not great plan. But if the product's that good. That's the thing. The product's been that good. They haven't fucked up the Crown yet. And so, yep. if you want to click on the second link... Will do. One sec. Turns out that that was just the Crown crossover that's coming to America. Oh. This oh, this looks the, much better. Yeah, this is the sedan. Uh, the sedan is very cool. It's rear-wheel drive still, which is amazing. That's really cool. And it appears to be based off of the Mirai. And if oh, it's that makes sense. It, the Mirai, wheels look just like Mirai wheels. Rear engine and the that's a fuel cell in the car rear as well. Yes, that would be a hydrogen fuel cell if it was still hydrogen. I don't know what uh, engines in it. They well, just released the bodywork of it. Even if it's battery electric, like the powertrain could be the same because a fuel cell car is still going to be running a, an electric motor. Yeah, it's just it's very 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 cool. It looks I'm neat. Very excited for this, and they've uh, released several different models. Oh god, the Crown Cross! I went down too far. Well, yeah. they have the Crown Cross. They have the Crown Wagon. They have the Crown Sedan. The Sedan is the only one that looks okay. I kind of like the wagon. Hold on, let me scroll down. Wait, the Crown Cross doesn't do it for me. Where's the wagon? What color is the wagon in this article? Let me find it. Yeah, the gold is interesting, but... 
It is. Yes, it is the gold. No, it's not. Yes, it is the gold one. Yeah. That that's. I don't like wagon. that. It looks like a Rav Four. Well, yeah, but that's kind of what a wagon looks like these no, days. No, no, no. It's a CUV. I think it. I think it looks kind of cool. So. I like the sedan though. The sedan looks really good. The sedan's the best looking. Also, one by I far. like the Mirai quite a bit, but we're not going to get that. Uh, we do. We get the Mirai here in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually have hydrogen. Cars. Oh, I knew they had infra- some infrastructure there, but like yeah. I watched well, James. You, you can go. You can go on True Car and buy a Mirai right now. Not sponsored by True Car. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they have the Crown Crossover, <laughs> which is a sedan crossover mix, which is bad. The Crown Sport, which is a five-door sport crossover. The Crown Sedan, uh, and then the Crown Estate, which is... I'm sorry, the Crown Estate is the... It just looks like a CUV. I, I'm not... Like, I don't hate it, but it calling that an estate when it's clearly a crossover, I'm just like, ah, guys, come on. Yeah, no, I understand that. But it's... The, the, I think the estate lowered... Because these all are, all have air suspension on them. Like, you air out in this state, that'd look kind of cool, actually. So it's like lowering an eye pace. Yeah, I guess that turns exactly. into an acceptable. Oh, so uh, we are going to need... Sorry, thank you. I apologize. I said it wrong. Um, when this next Volkswagen Lemon thing is completed, we Again? need to do a full episode. Yes. Oh, it's in full process now. Scott has hired a Lemon attorney. Oh. He just, is he, does he just have one on staff now? He, well, they're, I think they're friends now because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a long story. I'll let God say it, but like we are it's now incredible. in, we, he, he couldn't even go to arbitration with VW because they pushed back so hard. So he has the best lemon attorney in Minnesota working for him now. That. And the guy's willing to work with no fee up front because it's that big of a slam dunk. So oh. that ID4 will not be around for very long. I love that. Um, but yeah, so I'm happy to see that Toyota. My is... dad needs to talk to that lemon's attorney. He probably does. I'm just happy to see that uh, that, that the Toyota fr- <laughs> still made a cool crown. You're happy so. to see that the patent drawings weren't the thing that we were actually concerned about. Well, it, it was because we got the patent drawings at just America, so I'm okay with that. As long as the real version actually exists, I'm okay. Sorry, I'm just dying from the heat. Yeah, I think we might we might be able to only do one episode time. I'm fucking on fire right that's now. That's all right. All right, one last topic, and then we'll yes, kick this let's one. Yes, do that. So the Chevrolet Corvette, the only reason this thing has really ever been relevant, and I know I'm generalizing a little bit, is because it is world-class performance for a bargain basement price. Yes. yes. They just released the pricing for the Z06 is C8. It, is it still in line with that? or It is almost double the base price of a regular C8. No, not good. Not good. So... The car has some interesting points, but I come back to it is now $108,000 for a base <gasps> model. No. And to get like a regular trim on it that everyone's going to buy, it starts at $123,000, yeah, which is like, that's, that's, no. that's real car money. Yeah. No, um, I'm just thinking of vehicles I could buy for $108,000 that aren't. You could buy actual exotic cars. Carillas. Crayolas? Crayolas, Corollas. I love it. Heat stroke. It's fine. Uh, I think you, could get, you could get a solid Testarossa. Oh, yeah, you could get a nice Testarossa for that. Yeah, I, why could... would you ever not get a Testarossa? No, you should absolutely buy a Testarossa. Like, I'm just thinking of other cars I could buy. I'm sorry, there's, for $100,000, there's literally only oh. one vehicle I'm buying for $100,000. It's a fucking Testarossa. It's going to be white and it's going to have one high mirror. I would maybe look at, like, uh, the, the Noble MT800, at the later one with the Yamaha Volvo V8 in it. That one you could get for that kind of money. That would be super cool. Which is worse than Testarossa, but exists, yes. I still like it. No, I mean, it's it fine. Is, it is worse. It, it's fine. It like, is worse. I, I, I appreciate it. Like, But it's weirder. Like, I like Mazda 2s, but they are worse than Yaris's. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a fact. 
But it doesn't yeah. mean that it but, doesn't I mean, make it any less of a car. We preach all the time that a worse car is sometimes better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'd, sometimes it's better to have something that's not as great. Be that as it may. $100,000. $108,000 plus destination tax everything for a base model automatic Corvette. You could have multiple amazing yeah. life-changing cars. I will say the one thing before we cap this off in angst... The engine is cool. It is a quad cam flat plane V8 that's like 6.7 liters or something. It's like that's cool. the actual physics that make that not fall apart are incredible. So if you have any interest in that, just Google the engine out of there. The 2LT, or no, that's a trim package. Um, but just Google the C8 Z06 engine. It's a fascinating read. Um, but the car, no. Oh. Like, cool engine, not worth the price. No, I just don't care. Like, Sure, it's got some cool things, but it, the price immediately makes it so irrelevant that we just couldn't be bothered. Like, the whole reason why Corvettes exist are for dads with khaki shorts and Adidas. And yeah. uh, dads with khaki shorts and Adidas do not have $188,000 to nope. spend. And if they're paying that much for one of these things, they can't go to their buddies at the golf course, the public golf yeah. course near their house, and say, nah, 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 your Ferrari is great, but it costs twice as much as my Corvette. Yeah, <laughs> it, it officially <laughs> doesn't. Well, what is the cheap, what's the price of the cheapest Ferrari on market right now? Uh, it would be a California T, and those are probably, I don't know. I don't want to I mean, speculate. Just, I would guess 90-something? No, there must be over 100 now. Got to be over 100 now. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I just expect Corvettes to be in trailer parks, and at the $100,000... Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's a lot cheaper than a California. No, sorry, sorry, that's a Portofino. What the fuck? Why is it... Oh, that might have replaced it. How much does a... So, MSRP is 198 Ooh, okay. But still... Um... I still... That has to be the... Wow. No, but... That, wow. All right, so th- this is still the thing, is, like, you can still get a Porsche for... Oh, yeah, base nearly, are, yeah. For nearly the price of that Corvette. And there's no way that I'm knocking a seven-speed 911. Base 911, $101,200. Yeah, why would you ever get a Corvette you when you can get a 911? Because, I mean, that's... They're both shit to work on. Oh, yeah. They're both going to depreciate like crazy. <laughs> They're not good purchases. <laughs> But if you're getting a modern and one you can get with a manual and you can live with it and it has a trunk and yeah. it's practical. One, one, yeah, but I mean, like, both of them are modern supercars, and like so they are of negative. Your neighbors are yeah, oh, okay. They're like of negative interest to me. Yeah, no. But, the, like, again, the, the the main reason, like, it, I will admit, the car has some interesting things to it, but it is so out of this world overpriced. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, no, no you're not wrong. It's insane. Like, it's just, the price is the price is wrong. That's what it is. The price is literally just you, wrong. You've got a yeah, you've got a bad like, price, and you should feel you bad. Have, this, the price is way too high. You need to cut it. The price <laughs> is wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, that's just insane. I think, all right, so a price that I'm willing to pay for that Corvette. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Base model? Mm-hmm. Probably say 80. I, 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 I was going to be 82. I, I, would, I would squeeze, because what, what I'd want is 75. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'm like, I guess I could swing Reasonable extra five. I mean, yeah, like a base C8 in a vacuum, if you could buy one, is like 65 to 67 grand. So it should be more than that, because the engine's much more expensive to produce, and it's got carbon fiber wheels. But This is like the FDRX7 going turbo only, and then now nobody can buy an RX7. Yep. Yep. Like, this is the RX-7 of... Or the uh, the reason why they didn't turbocharge the BRZ, because it mm-hmm. would have made it too expensive for yeah. anyone to buy it. Like This is them turbocharging the, the Corvette, essentially. I'm just... Why don't they just offer this with the LS? 
or an LT well, or whatever. LT, yeah, yeah. But, like they could they could do yeah they could do all the same power stuff with the LT based engine. No, not even that. Right? Way less power. Why like, just make it? Cheap. Well, that's just the base one. They just get the base C8 then. And that's a hundred thousand no, dollars. No, no, LT? no, 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 sixty-five for a, Oh, okay. For a base C8, which has an LT. Is it Ariane C8 now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the mid-engine one. Okay, that's that, that's more reasonable then. I thought you were saying that the base model is a hundred. They just rearranged the center console for the facelift, which it's it's got room for a manual shifter now, even uh-huh. though they don't offer a manual in it yet. I wonder that's if they so. will. If they offer a manual, I could I could squeak out a hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Z06, manual. if that was like a manual option just in that higher tier model, fine. You got yeah, it. But. I think that's a, that's a good buy. Anyway, we're going to try to Speaking not die. Speaking of goodbyes, yeah. goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.